Welcome to the Mental Health Training Room Podcast. I am Naomi Yim. And I'm Haley Herdman. And we are both former Division I basketball players. The purpose of this podcast is to create a community and a safe space for all athletes, parents, coaches, or anyone with an athlete in their circle. We want our listeners to find comfort and relatability in the mental health struggles they may face as an athlete. While our podcast does not serve as professional help, we hope you can all learn something from each episode and guest featured. If you are in a crisis, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Please remember you are not alone in this journey. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy our podcast. This is the Mental Health Training Room. Okay, so Nikki, you posted an Instagram story a week ago, I would say, um, about envy and how it kind of is very overbearing in life after sports. So I kind of just want to talk to you a little bit more about that and what your perspective is on that. And yeah, I just feel like there's a lot to talk about. So let it all out. (laughs) We'll see where it goes, but I think there's, there's so much behind that where number one, it's patriarchy, right? This idea that hierarchy is what makes people valuable. Like you're, you're at this status and other people are, are at this status and that there's better or worse. And I just think that's like, can I say BS? Because we all have value, like yeah. no matter what, what your performance is on the team, it's like, you want to be the most expansive, authentic version of yourself mm-hmm. and whatever performance that is, it doesn't mean that it's better or worse than somebody else. But that's what we're taught through society and through sport to really measure ourselves and our self-worth based on, well, where do I fall in line with everybody else? And people treat us that way. And again, it goes back to this idea of like externalized identity. Like I am my, what everyone else sees. I am this perception instead of knowing like, this is who I am internally and building that trust in ourselves. So I think just understanding that, um, I say like real confidence isn't saying I'm better than you. And now I feel confident it's I'm great. And so are you mm-hmm. like, I have expertise. So do you, I hope my expertise inspires you to, to bring that out yeah. and just creating there. There's so much wounding that happens especially with women because we have been given these messages like there's not enough room for women to succeed and so how do we make a name for itself well I got to put other people down I have to be better than somebody else and so it's also this internal lack of safety that now I have to like drive myself from that masculine place to be better than other people so other people will see me but again, we talked about the athlete that's winning all the gold medals. And like, if, if gold medals meant success, then Michael Phelps wouldn't have been exactly. so, so depressed for so many years. And I say that all the time where it's like this success that we're sold as like, your life is amazing. Yeah. Most Olympians go through pretty deep depression after the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of this that's their externalized identity versus like really knowing and being okay. And I've seen athletes that are very successful that also 
are very grounded in themselves and they, they do handle that failure better. Um, so I think just starting, like when we're very envious of someone, it's a lot of times it's because we aren't feeling great about ourselves. Um, and it's not a problem. It's how, it's how the human brain is wired really. Um, and sometimes we can even, even flip the narrative on envy. Like when we see something that somebody else has, instead of saying, oh, I don't have that. And they have that. It's just, it's kind of insight into our desires. Like, is this showing me something that I want and what really, what is the feeling that I want? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. like to think about, you know, so if someone has a relationship and you're like, ew, that's disgusting. But like, it's secretly, you're like, I wish I had a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can just start to ask yourself, like, what is it that they have that I would want? It's like, oh, I want, I want to feel connection or I want to feel validated or I want to feel safe. And the work that I do is helping people take that envy and then say, how do I create that internally by shifting my beliefs by, oh, I can validate myself by believing in my value, believing in what I bring to the table outside of all of these things that people say that I have to do to be valuable. Like I get to sell myself on that. If I want connection, how do I learn to connect with myself first in the feminine by, by journaling, by creating space to be with yourself, by exploring your hobbies and, you know, not being, not having to do and achieve all the time. That's how you get to know yourself. Then you're connected to yourself. And then what do you attract? Do you attract a relationship because you've figured out a way to cultivate that within yourself first? Mm -hmm. So it's, we can use things outside of us to actually get curious about what we want. Money is a, a very touchy one, but I love coaching on money because money is just really an energetic too. Yeah. It's like if, if someone has a ton of money, we think they feel wealthy or I want to feel wealthy. And you can learn how to feel wealthy now by thinking about like, what are all the things that I have right now? Like I've got a roof over my head and it this is like building a business, right? It's like, we're all, I'm always working to bring in more clients and grow my business. And sometimes that can be stressful, but it's like the moment I come back to like, I love my business. I love my clients. I've got plenty of money. I've got a roof over my head. I have amazing friends. It's like practicing that gratitude changes the energetic state in my body. And like, that's when my business starts to grow when I already feel internally wealthy. So just some examples of how you can use envy to actually create it internally. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I feel like it's hard, like going back to our conditioning and like as athletes, how we learn to think like this and our thought processes come from how we grew up as athletes, but we're always taught like to never be content. Yeah. Like you just had a great game and it's like, good job but then go get more the next game or go work harder so you can be better. So I feel like that's really hard. And that's something that I would say I still like agree with in the sports like perspective to an extent, but it just makes me think back to like what you were just saying on how it's like, 
you're always just wanting the next thing or seeing what other people have and looking to just get more because that's what we do as athletes Mm -hmm. is wanting to work harder to be stronger or to be faster, which it works for sports. And like, you have to be aware and you have to find a good balance, but carrying over into real life, like that is, I mean, I feel it now. I don't know about you, Nay, but like, I feel myself like looking at other people, even like my old teammates, like, wow, I'm envious of like the experience they're having with the new coach that we had at the school that I went to, but like, okay, wait, I can, and I feel myself kind of doing what you're saying, like going back into yourself, but like, okay, wait, they have to wake up at 6am to get that like good stuff. Like, what am I doing to get that good feeling of like having the new coach? So I see how that envy, like you're bringing it back to yourself. And I think that's so important. And I'm glad you're preaching that to your clients because it's an important message. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there is a way to cultivate that within sport, which is so, it is so ingrained that it's like, we go into the energy world and it's kind of, I don't know if you've heard of Joe Dispenza, but this is a lot of his work where we have learned to create through separation. So it's like the thing outside of Mm. me and I need to like get that thing because I don't have it. And it's, so it's coming from lack and we can actually be more successful when, so you win the game. Right. And maybe we just allow ourselves to really sit in that, to like really feel the celebration of what we did to really reflect on it's, it's like, we talked about reflecting on failure and being in the body with failure. Can we be in the body with celebration and feel that expansion? Because then it just becomes who you are, right? I, we created this win by doing all of these things by self, by learning from failure, by taking that shot, by encouraging each other, by tapping into positive energy, like, and really grounding that in the body, that's starting to change your beliefs, your wiring, your brain patterns. So then over the process, and we talk a lot about like process versus outcome as athletes, we're actually cultivating success and celebration and positive feelings Mm -hmm. throughout the process. So that when we get to the end of the season, we're already that person. We're already the person that knows how to celebrate, that knows how to talk to ourselves, that can feel good emotions in our body. And then it's not so unhealthy. We don't have to like we're not in survival because we don't have to stop doing every other thing that's important to us outside of us. Right. Because it's not, our body's not like, if I don't have this, I'm going to die. Like this is actually what's happening in our body. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is really fun. And we get to go out and play and we already know how to win. So like, let's just go do it. And that's actually I mean, you've probably felt that where you're just in that flow state and you're having fun and there's no pressure. And then you're like, how did we do that? Like that was, and that's kind of what, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. And something that I feel like a lot of people or just me myself, like coming out of basketball and being a regular person and trying to figure out life, I've told myself a lot in the past, like six months, like, I want to be wealthy in purpose. Like, I want to be wealthy in what I can be 
for others and that's pushed me to like run my business in a way where I enjoy what I'm doing even though it's hard especially like running your own business like it is hard but as long as I ground myself like you said and bringing myself back to a wholesome person and telling myself like I just want to be wealthy and my purpose has helped me like tremendously so yeah it's connecting with your values and really being intentional about why we're doing things and even when you're an athlete it's like these are my goals now what what supports me in that so now I actually want to do things instead of having to have someone force me to do them right yeah wow okay I think that was so awesome and so perfect my (laughs) I'm feeling so aligned right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love it yeah (laughs) If you like this episode, be sure to download, rate it, leave a comment, and share with your friends, families, teammates, coaches, or anybody else that can relate. Stay tuned for our next episode, but until then, go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at MHTRpod. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening to the Mental Health Training Room.